Welcome to the Beach Grove United Methodist Church podcast, where you can hear our Sunday morning sermons in audio form and take them wherever you go. A reminder that if you want to watch the entire service, our services are available on our YouTube channel linked in the podcast notes. We would love it if you would subscribe to the podcast so that new sermons come into your feed as soon as they are available, and you can do this using your favorite podcasting app. We would love it if you would help to support the missions and ministries here at Beach Grove through your tithes and your offerings. A donation link is also linked in the notes below. And lastly, find us on Facebook and Instagram to follow along with all the fun things happening at Beach Grove, whether you live in Suffolk, Virginia or not. We hope you enjoyed this week's message, and please don't forget to share it with others. Verses 7 through 12. Again, I saw vanity under the sun, the case of solitary individuals without sons or brothers, yet there is no end to all their toil, and their eyes are never satisfied with riches. For whom am I toiling, they asked, and depriving myself of pleasure? This also is vanity and an unhappy business. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toll. For if they fall, one will lift up the other. But woe to one who is alone and falls and does not have another to help. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And though one might prevail against another, two will withstand one. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Right, uh, take out your notes page there as we get our time started today. If you are joining us online, you will notice uh, another link there in the description of this video to our sermon notes. Uh, as always, this is uh, just some points that I've taken from my sermon, hopefully to help you as we go through this sermon, to help you as you go forth from this place, uh, to remember the sermon, as well as to hopefully share it with others as you go throughout your day. But before we get started, let us have a moment of prayer. Holy and gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of each one of our hearts be holy and pleasing to you. That through your word for us this day, we would continue to grow in your nature of grace within us, around us, and beyond us. In your son's name we pray. Amen. So, uh, many of you know I was not here last week. I was playing hooky for church. Um, it's a weird thing for a pastor to play hooky. Um, but I thank you for giving me the space to go and to, to run, as well as giving Josh uh, the space and the blessing to come in here and to preach. I've heard some uh, very good reports about Josh's sermon from last week, uh, so I'll have to relay to him that he did a terrible job. He'll never be invited back. <laughs> oh, I should go the other way with that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, so maybe we'll invite him back. We'll, we'll see what, what his schedule looks like. Uh, but as we continue on, 
verse 9, we look at the two and we think to ourselves, one of the cords is us individually, and we can think of the other one in a scenario being God. That as we are walking at this journey here on earth, that we unite ourselves with the Lord who comes alongside with us and makes us stronger. But you see, for the writer here in Ecclesiastes, the two is not enough. Because the two recognizes that even when it is just those two, there is still another nature that exists within us that is needed. And that is the third core. That we are stronger together in community. Right, the Greek word for community, for fellowship, koinonia, I use for the, the title of this sermon, an expression of how we work together in God's kingdom, leading us in this understanding. And if we look at that word communion, being the basis of community, right? It's not a coincidence that we see this relationship and how we talk about this meal, how we label this meal, and what we are doing at this meal. Right? It's not by coincidence that from the early Christians that we have this idea of community, that we have this idea of community. And because when we look at the Jewish scriptures, when we look at the Hebrew Bible, the Old Testament, understandings of community come into the thought and process of these early Christians. To see the way that Jesus talks about it and see the way that it's understood from God. That it is both to be in communion with one another and with God. And so when we gather together, anytime we gather together, it is a celebration of community. Because it is at this table that we dine with it's a very United Methodist theological understanding. We believe in the real presence of Christ with the table. Right? Uh, we are not what is known as transubstantiationists. I know that's a big <laughs> word. But that means that the body, that is the bread and the juice, are, are, um, are made into the body and blood of Christ by the consecration of the elements, by whoever the one who is consecrating them is, more than likely a priest in the church. But they believe that it is literally the body and blood of Christ. 